Hello and welcome to the Poo 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 Podcast. This is Lisa Mayer, the Maine Rebbitson, and I waited till after Valentine's Day to tell you this one. Come on back to the sixth grade with me. Don't talk to other boys. The sixth graders are kings of my school. They don't care about much of anything. I'm the music teacher, and I wanted them to care about Mozart. They like the stories about young Mozart writing down the secret music from the church and about his dog, Bimperl, and they played along to his variations on Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, and I promised them cupcakes during Mozart's birthday celebration. There were two minutes left of class, what teachers call dangerous transition time. I looked around. Some were poking each other. They do this a lot. Some were playing with each other's hair. They do this a lot, too. There's a lot of touching. We teachers are constantly getting emails about this. The subject line always includes the word inappropriate. I took a breath. When I was in sixth grade, I had a boyfriend named Dan. And suddenly, attention. Dan was a brown belt in karate, pretty impressive. He was 12 years old. He had red hair. No, not like Ethan. He was dark red and he had freckles. My school was in New York City, so the only place to play at recess was up on the roof. There were high walls and fences all around, but there was room to run. The game we played was Ringolivio. Boys caught girls, girls caught boys. Back then, we didn't know from non-binary. We would have thought gender fluid was some kind of drink. One afternoon, Dan caught me, and instead of schlepping me right to Ringolivio Jail, he handed me a folded-up piece of paper, what we used to call a love note. I shoved the note into my pocket immediately before Rena Rubenstein could see it. I got myself to a private bathroom stall. Dear Lisa, you are the most beautiful girl in the world. Beautiful was spelled wrong. So was world. But just like that, Dan and I became boyfriend and girlfriend. Did you ever notice that sometimes when someone likes you, you start to like them? Even if they are bad spellers? Dan was very serious. S-E-R-I-O-U-S. But he was also very jealous. J-E-A-L-O-U-S. Maybe it was the red hair. If any boy talked to me, guess what Dan did? He picked him up, like lifted his whole body, and threw him headfirst into the garbage. Those big garbages you have in schools. Head down in the stinky garbage, feet up flailing into the sky. At first I thought it was a coincidence. Wow, that's funny. I was just talking to Jason. What's he doing in the garbage? Or Michael just said hi to me in the hallway. Did he slip or something and land in the garbage? Or why is everyone suddenly in the garbage? When Dan walked down the hall towards my locker, boys stepped aside. Once I saw another boy run down the hall to warn his buddies to get away from Lisa's locker. Dan's coming. It was a problem. I had a lot of friends who were boys, and they stopped talking to me. At this point, the sixth graders at my school were looking at me in horror. Ms. Mayer, that guy is too controlling. Why did you go out with him? I didn't tell them, but back then I didn't know any guys who weren't controlling.
the principal of our school, Rabbi B, the conductor of my orchestra, the rabbi and youth director at our synagogue, the coach of our softball team. Even my dad was boss of the family, a beneficent boss, but still. That was my world. Men were in control of everything, and I guess I just thought that boys were controllers in training. Meantime, the big thing was the upcoming trip to Washington and who you were going to Washington with. Dan made it very clear that I was his girl. I also got a lot more love notes, and though I gently tried to help, there was not much progress with the spelling. Here comes the part of the story I didn't tell the sixth graders. I'll pick the rest up after this. So, Dan asked to meet me in the back staircase. Now, this was a very religious school. All morning, boys and girls were in separate classes for the Hebrew holy subjects. We were together only in the afternoon for math, reading, science, and what they called secular subjects. Somehow, the rabbis who taught only in the morning never found out about our afternoon games of Ringolivio. Maybe the secular teachers in the afternoon wanted us to have a wholly different experience. But meeting in the back staircase was a risky thing, even in the afternoon. Dan was waiting for me. We looked at each other. We didn't smile. We didn't say anything. We never talked much anyway. He put both his hands on both my shoulders. He raised his top lip, squinting his eyes in concentration. He leaned forward and slowly placed his bottom lip on mine, sealing our mouths with his top lip and sucked inward like a vacuum cleaner. When it was over, I opened the door back into the hall and tried to act normal. I didn't tell the sixth graders in my school now about it. I don't want them thinking about kissing in the stairwells just because, hey, Miss Mayer did it. And with my classroom management skills such as they are, I really don't need a new email going around with the subject line inappropriate and my name on it. Oy. But Dan and I stayed boyfriend and girlfriend, whatever that meant, as long as it meant no more kissing. Right before the big spring trip to Washington, D.C., I broke up with him. His parents actually called the school to complain that it wasn't nice of me to do that right before the big trip. Maybe it wasn't, but yeah, that they complained about. Then Billy Kay asked me to go to Washington with him, and in the dark of the five-hour bus ride to our nation's capital, I learned that kissing can be nice. What I did, did tell the sixth grade kiddos is that the whole time I went out with him, Dan continued being jealous, possessive, and angry, and filling garbage cans. Not one boy ever stood up to Dan, and I guess neither did I. No female teacher stood up for me either. The two minutes were over. The sixth grade teacher came in to take her kiddos back from music. Wait, wait, Ms. Mayer has to finish her story. Their sixth grade teacher was about my age. I'm telling them about a jealous boyfriend I had in sixth grade. Oh, they must be loving it. Not so sure they seem horrified, I said. But I picked up the rest of the story. One time, Dan got so jealous when he saw a boy talking to me that he punched open the door to the boy's bathroom, kicked open a stall, and broke the stall door. Twenty minutes later, the principal of the school, Rabbi B. himself, called me out of class. 
There was a hush as I followed him out into the hall. Lisa, he said. He looked at me sternly. Stop talking to other boys. You know it upsets Dan. There was another hush. The sixth graders lined up. Mozart's Eine Kleine Nacht music played softly in the background. The kiddos didn't stop staring at me. Finally, one girl said, Ms. Mayer, that is messed up. The other girls agreed. The female teacher agreed. And then the boys themselves agreed. Maybe it wasn't much, but it was progress. And it was beautiful. B-E-A-U-T-I-F-U-L.